podcasters. I truly hope you are having a fabulous night. And this episode is going to be one that's maybe monumental for us, I guess. Um, so I started this podcast journey again for myself, uh, like a hobby to, you know, talk to you guys really just (coughs) for me, myself to talk, (laughs) but, um, you know, I started this journey in my current home and we are about to move. (laughs) We are making a huge journey Well, it's not really that huge. It's only like 20, 30 minutes down the road. But, I mean, that's still, you know, a difference. But uh, me and my family, we bought a beautiful home right on the water. So excited to be able to go out on the lake whenever we want. Just the views, waking up to that every day, you know, more peaceful mind, just my little slice of heaven. So excited, so excited, but it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet because I've lived in my home for about five years now. Um, you know, <laughs> I bought this house when, as a single mom, I did worked my ass off to get a home, a place that we could call home for me and my daughter. As a single mom, all my single moms out there, hard ass, working, bad ass bitches, yes, raise your hand. You know the struggle. The struggle is real. <laughs> but, you know, end of the day, you know, I worked my ass off. I bought this home. And when I bought this home five years ago, I never knew my life would be where it is today, right? Meaning, when I bought this house, I intended this to be mine and my daughter's forever home. At least, you know, a good chunk of our life. Um, And then, obviously, you cannot predict what comes into your life. You can't predict your future, right? You can try all you want to paint the path to get to where you might want to be. But, you know, life is unpredictable. And... I mean, ultimately, that's what happened to me because, like I said, I bought this house. You know, a couple years later, I ended up meeting my now husband. Um, I would have never in a million years predicted how my life has played out so far. And, you know, this is a great movement forward, a progression forward for me and my family. Um you know, the new home that we're moving to is a lot bigger, which I'm definitely looking forward to. <laughs> bigger closet space. Am I right, girls? Woo-woo. <laughs> um, but, oh, I will have my own closet. Let's make that the bigger closet space, too. But, no. Um, you know, like, as soon as my husband, when we were still dating, moved into my house, like, we immediately were... <laughs> outgrown of this house because now you're adding on extra shit right because you haven't really realized how much shit you have until 
you're moving. But hold on, we're gonna, we're gonna stem into that in a minute. Um, but yeah, you know, we he moved in. We were already outgrown, but we've lived here for a few years together. Um, you know, me and my husband have been together for three, so he's been a part of this home as well. We've made memories here together as a family, but this new house is gonna be even more great family moments and memories to be made moments in the making yeah but um you know it only gets bittersweet because I love this house I have a lot of memories here already I mean you can make a memory in a day let alone five years um you know and there's a lifetime to still be made but the point is here I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss my sweet little quaint house. <laughs> there are things that I'm not going to miss, but there are things I'm going to miss. Um, and the memories, like I said. Um, but yeah, on to like the topic of shit. <laughs> How much shit do you have? I realized after starting to pack, how much shit we have. <laughs> and I mean, most of my house is packed away right now, right? Because I'm like overachiever. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this shit done out the way. Um, partly because we had a lot of stuff going on this month already. So it's like, find the time to do it when you can. Leave out like the bare minimum, right? You pack all the bullshit and you just know like, hey, we're not going to be able to touch this shit for like a month. So, <laughs> yes, I started packing a month ago. Um, and I mean, like I packed my whole house in a weekend. <laughs> but <laughs> you have to re be very, very conscious about what you are packing. Again, if you're going to pack early like that. Um, and then there's going to be times that you pack something unexpectedly because you just didn't think that. Okay, so downfall to me packing early. Um, I'll give you my husband's story version before I give you mine. <laughs> um, so I packed up all the kitchen, right? And come Mother's Day, I said, babe, I know what I want. I want you to cook dinner for us. I want steak. I want mashed potatoes. I want corn on the cob. He's like, done. Deal. Bam. Okay, so when I packed the kitchen... <laughs> <laughs> I packed pretty much everything, leaving, like, one of, like, what I assumed I would be able to cook with for a month. And, like, one pot, and I'm not talking about, like, a small soup pot. It's, like, on the, it's a little bit more heavier on the medium side, but it's obviously not a large pot. Um, So, you know, he pulls it out the pan, or out the cabinet, and he's, like what the fuck you okay well we're having roasted potatoes and I looked at him and said no we are not <laughs> you can make that work you can fit that in that fucking pot but um that was his story but my story was you know um this week actually my daughter was sick and um she actually tested positive for the flu Oh, I'm going to stem on that subject for a minute after this. But, you know, she tested positive for the flu. And, um, like, she had woke up Monday morning and was just, like, burning up. Um, and I'm like, 
rummaging around the house looking for our thermometer. And I swear to God, I did not pack this fucking thermometer because, like, all of our medicine and shit is still not packed away, right? Like, we left that out. We just relocated it to, like, clear space in the bathrooms, if you could understand that. But, uh, you know, like, we just relocated it. It's not in a box anywhere. So I'm, like, looking everywhere for this thermometer. Can't fucking find it. So what did I end up doing? I ended up having to go up to CVS and buy a cheap thermometer so that I could just, you know, keep track of my daughter and make sure she's not dangerously feverish. Um, so that was a, you know, a mess. Of, I still don't think I packed that thermometer. I just, I feel like it's somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It might be in a box, <laughs> but I don't remember packing it. Um... But yeah, man, be careful what you pack. But again, pack shit. And, you know, usually you you utilize the time when you're packing or moving, I guess you could say. Um, That's like a great time to decide, like, what am I going to get rid of? Like, the less shit I have to move, the better. So what am I going to get rid of? But if you're like me... (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm a pack rat because I don't think I am, but I am also one of those that feels like <laughs> if there's something I see I could reuse or recycle in the future in some way, manner, fashion, especially when it comes to like art stuff, um, oh, I will just save that shit. It could be like a fucking scrap piece of fabric. <laughs> and I'm like, I could somehow use this for something. Maybe it's to, like, practice sewing. I can use this. I know I can. Um, but, I mean, I'm not super pack radish. Um, I also could, like, maybe be that type of person where, even though I get really exhilarated, <laughs> um, it, I guess you could say, I enjoy cleaning out my closet. I usually do it every couple of months, actually. Um, it does make me feel really good. But... There will always be, like, those certain clothing items that it's, like, hard for me to part with, right? And I can't fit in them anymore. (laughs) Like, I can't, I probably haven't been able to fit in that shirt or that pair of shorts in, like, three years. But, you know, you're holding on to it because you're like, one day, (laughs) one day I'm going to get back to that size. And I'm going to love these shorts. I'm going to wear them all the time. Um, recently when I have started cleaning out my clothes, uh, my analogy now, even though I'm like, yes, I'm going to fit into that size again one day. Now I still have slowly started throwing those clothes, not throwing them away, but you know, putting them in my donation pile because I'm like, even though I mentally know I am and will get back to that weight one day. When, um, you know, I can stay committed <laughs> to diet and exercise. Um, the fashion trends, like, yeah, those are probably not going to be in season. And let's be honest, folks, at least for the women out there, you know damn well, <laughs> you might hold on to those clothes that you're going to fit into again one day. But if that day comes, when that day comes... Nine times out of ten, you're going to go buy new clothes. B- 
because it's like a whole feeling, right? It's like, oh, metamorphosis, uh, or morphing into like, oh man, I've got this new body back again. I need to go get some new clothes, make myself feel good. So it's like, why am I holding on to these 12 year old shorts when I know damn well, I'm going to go buy some new ones, especially me. And I may have a shopping problem. Most women do. Hello, my name is Nicole. I may be a shopping addict, but not that bad. I do buy a lot of shit though. Hence, I realized when I started packing everything. <laughs> oh, my daughter's the worst though. When we talk about fucking pack rats, blows my mind. Dude, we are packing her room up and I gotta open up her little um dresser drawer. Uh well not really, it's not her dresser drawer, right? It'd be like her end table drawer. Um, I open it up. Kid you not. There was like thirty water bottle caps in there. Yeah. I said that. <laughs> The little plastic water bottle caps that you put on, like, your Zephyr Hills water bottle. Yeah. There's, like, 30 of them just in her nightstand drawer for no fucking apparent reason. I literally called my husband in there, and I was like, what the fuck? Because that's my kid. Like, she's a, a hoarder of trash. Perfect analogy. Like, fucking hoarder of trash. Why do you need these bottle caps and I don't want to like you know crush her dream or whatever her vision is so much because look um I'm an artist I get it like there are people who make recycled art so like yeah but that's not her perspective though at the same time like she does get these wild ideas of like these things she wants to do but mm, no Oh, I have another really funny example of how my daughter is a hoarder of trash. <laughs> I walked into her room one day and there was a box. I'm talking about like probably like when you go to like Sam's Club or something, right? You know, like those ginormous like boxes of gushers is what it was. It was like a big box of like a 30 pack of gushers. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, where'd you get those gushers from? And I said this to my kid. I wish I could have been recording it, like, videoing her. <laughs> because I, I said this to her, and the look on her face was absolutely priceless, dude. She just gets this fucking smirk on it, and she goes, <laughs> yeah. That's just full of rappers. And I said, I mean, excuse me? <laughs> Come again? What are you talking about? Because I did not look in the box. I assumed it was a box of gushers. No. Hear me out. This is what happened. My kid went to school. And I guess they had gushers for snack in her classroom. Let me tell you, my kid is in fifth grade. She's 11. This isn't like, I mean, she knows the difference between trash. 
she so she tells me you know they had gushers for snack and uh she goes and asks the teacher if she could have the box i don't know her obsession with boxes but she loves them (laughs) and um and she said next thing you know i just started asking everybody for their you know empty gusher wrappers so i collected everybody's in the class and i brought it home so my kid the trash woman (laughs) brought home well thank you for doing a good deed i guess right you know let's look at the positive my kid is not um being uh what's what is the word that i'm thinking of um like she's not littering right my daughter would never be the litter bug okay so power positive note to that but um look kid i don't need you bringing trash to my house (laughs) so that i have to go put the trash out i mean i instantly went in there and i said oh hell no this is going in the trash and she just laughed I mean, she was okay with it. That was not one of her keepsakes. Oh, but when those water bottle caps got found, she was like, well, I was going to do something with those. I don't know what, but no. Guess what? We are moving, and those water bottle caps are not coming with us. And let me tell you, I'm a water freak. I drink just as much water as I do wine no I'm kidding I drink way more water um but I love love water especially an ice cold bottle of water out the refrigerator Mm, nothing like it I do not like room temperature water I mean I will drink it especially if I'm parched but uh no ice cold water out the fridge nothing like it um kid you can collect more that's the biggest deal but i am not packing away fucking water bottle caps how many of you i mean seriously any of the parents out there that listen to me do any of you guys have trash hoarding kids i mean it's like a phase maybe right is it a phase um i don't really know it's it's really confusing (laughs) actually um but hey, she likes what she likes. Um, and again, at least she's not out there throwing trash and l- littering. Litter. <laughs> I'm still playing around with that. Um, <laughs> but it is really, really weird uh, being in my house after everything's moved, right? I mean, like we've taken like everything off the walls. Um, so it's completely bare and maybe some of you don't know me, but those who do know I'm like an art freak. Um, my walls are like almost everything is covered with some type of artwork or something. Like I love, I love shit. Again, (laughs) I collect a lot of shit. Um, but it's weird, right? It's a weird feeling when you walk into a home that you've, you know, built up the last few years decorating it and putting everything in just the right spot where you want it. And you get to walk into that view every day of your house where you're like, oh, yeah, my favorite painting. And then there's the family picture. And then now I walk into the door when I come home and it's just an empty space. Yeah. Um, Oh, and on top of that, we just recently sold our couch so even more empty space right because like the living room just fucking bare bare 
Actually, um, my kid, she conned me and my husband into buying her this fucking lounge chase chair thing. Um, and actually it's pretty comfy, but, um, so like after he sold the couch, she's like, can I move my chair into the living room and sit out here and watch TV? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Kid would do whatever you want. Again, this week she's been sick with the flu. So I'm like, do whatever you want. And it's fine. I'm working. Just leave me alone. Um, and I was laughing the other day because, uh, you know, my daughter went to her dad's, and again, she's got the living room set up right now. Like, it's just her chair <laughs> and our little coffee table thing and, like, the TV, obviously. And I was sitting here working, and I just, like, hear the TV go on. Da-dum. Um, And I'm, like, sitting here typing away, like, man, what the hell? That's really odd. Side note, where I'm going with this, my husband... He's, like, never in the living room with us, like, if we are. And he, he plays part or, you know, says the reason is because he does not like the couch that I had. This is a couch I bought before we were ever together. I love that fucking couch. It was very modern, chic. I loved it. Now, is it the comfiest? It's not, you know, like a fucking lazy boy. But it was comfort to my standards. Like, I didn't have a problem with it. I was fun. I thought it was cool. I loved it. But uh, he didn't really like it. He said it was not comfortable. He wasn't really a fan on, like, sitting on it. So, you know, trying to do, like, family nights in the living room, that wasn't always a go, right? So then jump back, um, you know, working away. After about 20 or 30 minutes when I finish up what I got to do, I walk out in the living room, and he's sitting in my daughter's little chase lounge chair watching TV. And I just immediately started busting out laughing because, man, he does not like, he's never in the living room. And he said, oh, <laughs> how fucking hilarious that you're finally, like, watching TV in the living room. And you're sitting and being a chair. And his response was, yeah, because this is comfy. <laughs> I just like, I could not stop laughing. It was the funniest thing ever. Um, obviously, maybe you had to be there. <laughs> I don't know. But it is what it is. Um, it, yeah, weird moving. But we still, don't get me wrong, still have shit to pack. Um, moving is going to be intense. Um, especially since like, it's just hectic, hectic time of year for me at work. Um, it's our, you know, end of quarter. So busy, busy, busy. And then on top of that, you know, we've got a Rockville music festival coming up this upcoming weekend. Super fucking excited. Cannot wait. But, uh, that takes away some serious prime time for movability. Um, so yeah, we're going to Rockville and then, you know, we come back and we close like four days later. Insane, right? So like these next two weeks are just going to be like snap fly by. Um, I may, you know, go to sleep tonight and wake up in the new house. That's how quick sometimes time flies, right? Time flies when you're having fun. 
oh man, I have to get really better at that because I love it. <laughs> but um, 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 who all is drinking out there? If you are, raise your glass and let's say cheers to the new home. Uh, the Henley home, it's going to be amazing. Boat parties all the time. All right, cheers. Sip. And for all my long-term followers, you should have already been sipping by all the ums that I've said. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But anyways, anyways, yeah, so that's why I needed to make it a point to record one final episode in the house that I started this journey on with you guys. <clears throat> and I'm not going to lie, although, I mean, this is going to be my 12th episode posting with you guys. Um, although I don't really know, like, how many episodes should you have in a season? How many should you have in, I don't fucking know. I don't really care either. But there was, like, this concept I had in my head, right? Um, so maybe 12th episode, it's like 12 episodes of a season on TV, like on your favorite Netflix show, right? So maybe this would be, like, a farewell episode, but not farewell from you guys, just like a farewell from the house. And maybe it is my last episode. No, it's definitely not. I'm kidding. Um, it's not my last episode ever. But this is monumental of this episode because I am probably not going to be able to record and give you guys some of my fun unicorn rambling for a while, like a few weeks. So I'm going to try and make this as juicy as possible for you guys. And I mean, I don't know if it's juicy enough for you. I'm just going to talk. <laughs> I hope that you find joy. Uh, I get a lot of feedback. Sometimes you guys really just like, I make you giggle. Mm, I love it. Um, but yeah, so it's not going to be my forever goodbye, but this is going to be probably my last episode for a few weeks, like I said, and I was never on a time schedule with you guys to begin with. Remember, I told you that. You don't clock me. I make my own calendar. <laughs> you never know when to inspect. Expect, not inspect, expect. Um, But this will be my last episode for a while bittersweet again unless I maybe just crank open the box and decide to record as soon as we move in I might do that you never know mm, it'll be like a special bonus episode dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um so tonight we also went to an engagement party uh for my sister-in-law step-sister-in-law well yeah sister-in-law um and it was fun it was really cool it just made me realize thinking about it while being there a man I kind of miss the whole wedding <laughs> feature um girls do you not wish you could just replay your wedding over and over and over again like put me back in that dress let me be like the center of attention 
Oh, yes. No. Um, <laughs> but then being real, it's like, man, I know like three people right now that are like in the midst of planning weddings within the next year. I love weddings. If you don't like a good wedding, a good wedding, right? Um, I, I mean, okay, hold on. Maybe I should take that tone back. Because who who are you to judge or to critique? Everybody's got their own style, right? Their own play, whatever. So let's take that back. Who doesn't love a wedding? Period. It's a great time. You get to celebrate the love that people have for each other. You get to mingle and dance, have food and drinks, and just love all night long. Good times. Good fucking times. I love weddings. Oh, and getting dressed up. Y'all's queen. I love it. I love it. So, but it just made me realize, man, I know so many people in love. And it just makes me happy. Happy knowing that there is still so much joy and happiness that's being spread around the world. Right? Because, man, in the last few years of, like, COVID and everything... It just been such a Debbie Downer with so many different things. I mean, especially like, oh man, for the longest time, like couldn't go out. You're restricted to home unless you're a essential employee, and then who dictates that? A government. Like, oh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When all that first happened, it was like. I work in the construction field, right? We're considered essential. God damn it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kind of, but not. Like, I'm like 90% kidding. There was a piece of me, though, that was like, what the fuck? Maybe I want, like, a free vacay. Because, you know, that's what all those motherfuckers did. They just sat at home and just fucking lived off taxpayers' money and soaked it up. Now, granted, before you get your fucking panties in a twist and get all offended, I know some people did not do that by choice, okay? But there are many people who um, exploited the situation, and if you don't feel that way, it's okay. Remember, this is my opinion, my podcast, not yours. So, oh well. But, yeah, now life's finally starting to go back to normal, right? Actually, they just, uh, not passed, but what was it? The whole federal mandate bill for um, wearing face masks on public transportation that got uh, expired, right? Expired, revoked, whatever. So now you don't, it's not a requirement. Like if you fly, you don't have to wear a face mask anymore. Like fucking dope. Because that's even the worst, right? Wearing your face mask if you're on a plane. I think I already touched base on this before. It's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But uh, no. So let's go back to, I wanted to tell you what I thought was funny when I, if you remember, I told you my daughter was sick this week, right? Uh, she tested positive for the flu and mind boggling. Again, I work in construction, so I understand 
how there's so many like supply chain issues, materials, back orders, like nobody can keep up with anything, right? So, you know, she tested positive for the flu. So, right, apparently, oh, also parents, heads up for you. Um, you know, the flu and strep is like going around right now. So the doctor puts in her prescription for Tamiflu, right? Um, go to the, my local drugstore. They don't have it. And they told me, like, it's on back order. It should, maybe it'll be here in tomorrow's shipment. Go back the next day. Nope. Um, I actually ended up talking to the pharmacist. Who he, he told me that um, because it's not, technically flu season well I think it is flu season but it's just very very late in the year for flu season like pretty much the um, pharmaceutical company that you know makes this medicine Tamiflu are not prepared (laughs) Uh, they don't have the resources for this like rise in flu cases Let's have a little side note how the flu has come back. (laughs) I mean, the flu and COVID, it's the same, right? (laughs) The flu is now back. Nobody actually tests for COVID anymore, which I think is fucking funny. And the reason I say this, and maybe it's not everywhere, but the reason I say this is because when we went to the doctor for my kid, um, you know, the nurse is like, she sure said, well, the flu and strep are going around right now. So we're going to test for that. You know, it's instant in the office. Um, I said, well, could you also test for COVID just in case? Because solely because my daughter made a comment to me about not being able to like taste anything. Like she said, everything tasted like medicine to her. Like if she ate, it tasted like medicine. So, you know. They say that's a sign. Um, but so I ask them and they're like, well, I mean, the only COVID test that we have on hand is like the mail-in. Um, so we can take that test for her. But let's take these two tests first. And then if it comes back, if they both come back negative, then we'll take the COVID test. Interesting. And that's how I felt. I'm like, hmm, I feel like you just validated how we should have been treating everything. Because mind you, like the whole last two years with the COVID, the pandemic, everything, everybody just assumes everything's COVID. But no, they just weren't testing for anything else. And I bet you, because it looks the same. I'm just saying, I'm throwing that out there. How do we know that those COVID, the little nostril tests you have to, are those not just flu tests, but they're just reclassifying it? I mean, okay, it's probably not. Don't I don't need like a whole controversial thing. It's probably not. I'm just, I find it very funny. Oh, that was a whole rabbit hole. But anyways, anyways, I'm about to like let you guys loose no I'm kidding um I will though in a minute um again like I said I really just wanted to say how much I love and appreciate you guys the few people who are listening I think 
there's some big things coming. I, um, I'm really dedicating myself to want to invest in making this a great experience. My podcast for you, for me, for anybody in the world who may listen. I hope you love the sound of my voice. Maybe I'll do karaoke one night, but, um, no, I really do. I have some great ideas that have been brewing. Um, I am going to be working soon with somebody who's going to give me some uh, podcast album art. Um, you know, I may throw some video recording in here soon and start posting on YouTube. Who knows? But I promise you that we are only going to get bigger and better because you know why? That is what badasses do. Badasses do not define themselves with a limit. Let's be honest. There is no finish line because you always want more. If you are a badass, you definitely set a goal for yourself. But when you hit it, that doesn't mean you're done. You hit it and you are excited and you're stoked. You crush that goal. Awesome. And you're maybe living in that high for a little bit, but instantly you've got another goal because there's always more more you could have more and I don't mean it um to to come off like greedy right um there are more like so many avenues that we could take this like for right now me what more means um more means I want to be more better for you guys podcasting I want to give you guys some extremely amazing content I want to um have a larger fan base you know maybe this could be my retirement no I'm kidding um but seriously I want to give you guys so much I want to be more successful in this aspect of my life um I'm constantly always you know even in my current work situation I still push myself every day um, to be as great as I can be, um, even though lately I've definitely maybe felt a little off the wagon, but that's only because, like, my anxiety is extreme sometimes, um, I've told you guys before, I have anxiety, um, not yet fully diagnosed with ADHD, but pretty sure that as I've grown older, it's starting to become worse and I'm currently going to testing for that so we'll know soon enough but definitely anxiety levels through the fucking roof the older I get so you know um I have my weak moments like everybody but you know I constantly strive to figure out a way to excel as even more in my work life um you know personal personal acceleration right personal goals uh deciding I want to read more you know even considering like the conversation I've had internally with myself about oh maybe doing some college classes like little things uh to always make yourself better to make yourself more knowledgeable to make yourself um even more of a badass than you already are so I really hope, um, I have had feedback where I've had people tell me, like, my first episode rocked it, I know, um, you know, I've had people tell me, like, inspirational, like, now I want to wake up and I'm badass, and I love that, 
I do. And I hope that, you know, you guys, we all have troubles and we all have things that stress us out in life and they maybe make our day-to-day routines challenging and difficult, Um, you know, whatever it may be, whatever it is that is your vice, I guess, is a good term. Um, Guess what? It's okay. It's okay because you can still come up from it. If you want to, you can be better tomorrow. Um, You know, there are two things. Oh, I heard this the other day. Let's see if I can tell you guys in the right manner because I'm going to love it. Hold on. Let me take my sip of my wine. Maybe it'll help me remember. Okay. Let's see. It's probably not going to be the exact words I heard, but pretty damn close. Um, There are two things that you cannot change, and that is yesterday and tomorrow. Empowering, right? I fucking loved it when I heard it. Um, Because I'm always telling, like, even my team, um, you know, A... The only constant is change. And B, I can only give you the best information that I have right here, right now. And that could change 10 minutes from now because we're constantly evolving and changing. And, you know, to hear that, you know, new quote that I'm going to take in, the only two things that you can change, or sorry, the two things that you can never change are yesterday and tomorrow. You can still change today. You can still change how today is going for you, what your interactions with others are. Um, And, you know, if you want to try and critique this, you could say, well, I could attend, you know, attempt to change tomorrow. Yeah, you could. You could go into tomorrow with like full, you know, expectations of this is how today's going to go, you know full positive attitude and mentality yes you could definitely do that but you cannot predict the future um and you know what tomorrow may plan out exactly how you wanted it to it may but it may not and just don't let that you know mess your whole you know mojo up or whatever it is get in your head because you know, should, the world's just going to play. The world's just going to happen. Um, and just be grateful. Even if in times it's hard, you know. Like I said, how I'm moving, um, it's bittersweet. And, you know, as happy as I am, like I'm extremely happy. Extremely happy. Um, it's still, you know. I'm getting down about certain aspects and, but that's also just me and that could be a lot of you, but you know, the point is, you know, just try make effort. Effort goes a long way, even if you're not successful. Um, I, and I do believe that even though, you know, I have now we're not going to get into that, but, um, you know, I saw this meme on Facebook and it said today, be the bad ass that you were too lazy to be yesterday. So remember, you cannot change yesterday, but you can 
100% make today your bitch, right? You cannot change tomorrow because you do not know where tomorrow will lead you. But today, in the moment, you can be a badass. You can live exactly how you want. You just got to tell the world, this is what's going to happen. You tell it. You make it happen. And you know what? If the world keeps shitting on you, then just fucking wipe that shit up. Like, oh, well, that's whatever. That's whatever. Because there's going to be shit that happens. I think the common word in today's episode is shit. (laughs) You can have the world shit on you. You can collect too much shit. You can pack too much shit. You can just not give a shit. Or you can give too much shit. Too many fucks. How many fucks do you have to give? I think today I gave a few. But <laughs> oh man. Um yeah. So man, I'm gonna miss you guys. I'm gonna miss it because you are my sanctuary. I get to be myself with you. Um sit in my little cubby hole and drink wine and be silly and I love it absolutely love it although the new house is going to be great because I have a better little room and I'm going to set up more badass it's going to be um way more convenient and hopefully hopefully if I can set it up right um it will help me be more successful with uh co-hosts right or surprise guests yeah, actually, I'm going to stop saying co-host because this is my fucking show. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, I'm not kidding, but I'm not like that much of a bitch. Um, you know, special guests where I've been having some challenges trying to get things to come out correctly. Um, hopefully that'll help. But yeah, I'm going to miss you guys. I hope that you're going to miss me too. I hope I make you laugh. I hope I do not make you cry. (laughs) And in true unicorn fashion. I bid you guys a farewell for tonight. And I will talk to you guys very soon. One thing I will say is I promise you when I come back to give you another episode, it's just going to be amazing. That's it. Because that's all I'm capable of. Just like you're going to want to throw glitter in the air. That's it. All right. Well, guys, I love you. Thank you for listening to me. I hope you have a great night. Um, And this is your favorite rambling unicorn signing off.